You're listening to Orms Air, the Orms podcast, an open space where we discuss everything photographic and invite you to step inside our world of photography. For over 20 years, Orms has been the creative's go-to for all things photographic. From the best gear to breathtaking display options, visit ormsdirect.co.za for everything you need. Let's get chatting with Dion Yubab and Rachel Reeves. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Orms Air, the Orms podcast. Today in studio, we are joined by Ukrainian-born visual artist and the all-round warrior woman herself, Anna Kuni. Thank you so much for joining us, Anna. It's so lovely to have you in studio with us. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yay! <laughs> so, um, Anna has arrived for our recording, and she... She, she she mentioned that she was busy with a, a piece at the moment, so she's got she's covered in paint, yep. which is actu- actually really lovely. It's almost like the separation between you know seeing somebody's work and then meeting them in person, mm. and then when you meet them when they're sort of like mid process, yep. it's actually kind of a beautiful space to be. So thank you so much for taking your your time away from your piece that you're working on right now and joining us in studio. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So I wanted to dive in, just dive headfirst into your sort of creative beginnings, if you're okay with that. Yep. Okay, so um, I wanted to ask you, where did you sort of first discover creative expression? Yeah, I painted since I was a kid. I always yeah. painted. That was uh, sort of my talent. So my parents yeah. always pushed me, and I was in art school since I was six. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, then I started modeling when I was 15, and mm. I was uh, on my way to Tokyo on my own, and I didn't speak English very well, so I just always drew and sketched. Mm. That kind of kept me p- company. And I feel like such strong connection to my drawings. They could always tell me where I am in life. Yeah. Like I was confused. Like I didn't know me- about meditation or I would like, I don't know, be in a new situation and then I would just sketch and draw and like, yeah. oh, okay, that's what's happening. So it always been um, kind of my talent. Oh, that's like th- yeah, that's mm-hmm. amazing. So sort of like mm-hmm. a, like a, almost like a guiding a guidance yeah. for you. Yeah, f- I, I can't imagine like not having a piece of paper and mm. pen like I always always yeah. have like something to sketch on I always sketch <laughs> yeah do you still so to this day do you still carry sort of like a creative journal with you mm, yeah always oh, yeah, I have like hundreds of them <laughs> <laughs> I keep bringing them to my parents house because yeah. it's the only like stable place that is not going anywhere and yeah. I have so many of those um yeah they kind of um yeah, trace down my life mm. where it all began and yeah yeah, I keep this visual diary. It's almost like it's almost like a v- little visual history. Yeah, which is really beautiful. I think I connect to images more than to words, yeah. so I kind of use it. Yeah. Okay, so this was sort of um, so your expression, your drawings have been nurtured from very young age. Yeah, and you've always carried them with you. And you, so you mentioned that you studied, you were at art school from the age of six. Yeah, I went to specialized art school. Oh, wow. We had to um, pick a subject. Mine was art and yeah. we had to do it every day after school. So it was like a extra cu- curriculum. Yeah. yeah. So did you, um, was there like one focus within that art school? Did you sort of um, explore all the different sort of mediums? Well, it was still kind of post-communism school mm. so it was very technical okay uh, it was not so creative uh, yeah. we were not focused on um, like a free themes it yeah. was more um learning a technique okay. understanding the subject so it was a lot of like um how do you call it a life still life yeah, yeah, drawings yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so actually that was very helpful because it gave me an uh, understanding yeah. of my subjects 
how yeah. to work with them, like understanding the figure. And so I do have yeah. that base that's helping me a lot because my current style has just been developed over years mm. and it's nothing to do with the art school, but the art school still played its part because I had all these years to practice yeah. And, yeah, and form. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And I suppose that is the basis of all expression, yeah. isn't it? It was boring most of the time, yeah, but I can, imagine. I can see now it's paying off. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like, um, I remember when like I didn't, it, it wasn't like, it was also an extracurricular, so art school, sort of after school, but art history. I remember we focused a lot of on art history and it used to bore me yeah. so much. It's beautiful and it's incredible to learn about. And like I think it does, like you said, with your sort of form drawings, it does sort of give you a good basis. But it yeah. does in that time, you're just sort of like, oh, let me just paint something or create something or do something. Yep. I also yeah. had to study art history. And oh. yeah, I was not it's enjoying. A lot <laughs> <today>. <laughs> just a lot of writing. Yeah. A lot of reading. Okay. So um, I wanted to go on and ask you sort of how did you come about to discover the way that you you create now so you sort of like use a couple of different mediums within your creations am i correct yeah i'm using yeah. everything it kind of has to have so many layers yeah. um i'm actually like very particular when i take jobs i can never guarantee a client that mm. i'll do a, a job until it's done yeah because the way i work because there's so many layers and it always has to be drips and some spray paint on top yeah. and there's um, kind of this like meditative process mm. and each painting uh, so far has been really special or for yeah. a special person so I haven't really done like commercial jobs that bore me like yeah. I haven't done any of that so people who book me for jobs they kind of know that that that's my process and that's very personal it's just how I feel like my energy transforms yeah and yeah, that's my medium. And that's like, I'm always looking forward to those jobs just to be in the space, yeah. uh, creating those layers because that kind of represents like my life. Yeah. I think uh, we all have those sort of layers that we look at life through. Completely. Yeah. Um, and uh, kind of uncovering them. And yeah. that's, that's my process. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you about your your process. So when you say that you sort of like it's a meditative mm -hmm. sort of experience for you, is it more um what what is what does that mean? Can I just ask that? Yeah, um I feel that um when I started painting this warrior mm. woman it gave me like yeah. it it gave me strength. Yeah. And when I needed that, when I didn't know what to do, I was going through things that I just couldn't explain, mm. um, and that helped me to go through the pro like through and grow and yeah. understand and see that whatever is um, limiting me is just in my head yeah. in those layers. And um, you know, once I was able to share that and see that that resonates with other people, yeah, uh, that kind of gave me like so much energy and yeah. to create. So the process is. It's really nothing to do with actual paint or it's mm. fully creative and it's constantly moving and changing. Yeah. Um, but I guess the phase that I'm always painting, I don't know, it's it's this kind of a power mm. woman. Yeah. And there's lots of writing on her. I always use quotes, like mm. the biggest quote I, I always do. And every mural I put this quote, I paint over it, <laughs> but I always put, um, you are the greatest miracle of nature living in prosperous and abundant universe. Oh, that's beautiful. And I always paint it and then uh, the painting goes over it. Yeah. And I feel that um, I know that that's who I am and I want everyone else to know. Yeah. But not like 
you know, that's Obvious. not in letters, yeah. but you can resonate with it on some level. Completely. And where, yeah. where, if I may ask, did that quote come from? It Actually, it's in Russia. So I translated it from Russian. Yeah. I think my mom made me say it every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So I kind of just knew that's that's what I have to yeah. say every day. <laughs> it's sort of like your mantra. Yeah. yeah. So I actually do it like every morning I wake up and I say that. But in Russian. Actually, I got used to saying it in English yeah. as well. And I was like, I don't know, but it resonates so much. It kind of takes all those layers away. Yeah. Because that's who you are. And then you can put... I'm, I don't know, I'm a model, I'm a mother, yeah. I'm an artist. I can put, I can dress myself in that, yeah. but I'm, you know, I'm a miracle of nature. I mean, I happened with yeah. those two cells meeting. Like, how can you else, how can you explain that? And, yeah, you know, universe is abundant. Like, you don't see that abundance because you have layers yeah. <laughs> that are limiting you, but you are that. And I think when I paint, I feel the closest mm. to that. Yeah, because you're... Not, not only, but, but that's kind of, the, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're expressing your truth. Yeah, I love that. I love. Um, I love that you put that under almost under all of the pictures that you do because all all of, all of the pieces that you create. Because I mean, essentially, like you said, it resonates through, and you can feel it. Great, like, I'm happy power. if it resonates. I'm, yes. really, I'm really happy about it. At my house, I have it big. I I, I wrote it down. You yeah. are the greatest miracle <laughs> of nature, and my daughter always like, oh. Come on. <laughs> But she'll get it one day. She, she'll, yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Adelaide, how old is she right she's now? She's 12. Okay, yeah. So she's cool. Yeah, she's too cool. She's not, yeah, not going to say it. <laughs> she'll get it though. Yeah. Yeah. Are there sort of spaces in which you go to to like uh, fuel the creative fire or like sort of when you're feeling a little bit like you can't express? Are there spaces that you go to that help you, or? Yeah, I I go cold um, cold uh, oceans. Yeah, ocean is cold. <laughs> I go ocean swimming. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my meditation as well. That's um, amazing. I got addicted to it since last October, so it's yeah. almost a year since I swim pretty much every day. I go for like wow. a ten minute, um, ten to twenty minute, um, kind of cold ocean swim, and that. I feel that also does something to me. It restarts. Yeah. It kind yeah. of uh, changes, transforms the like uh, old energy. Something that is like feels stuck. Completely. Um, so that's yeah. That's why also I love living in Cape Town. Yeah. Living by the ocean. It's uh, it's such a gift. It is right really there. such a gift. Yeah. yeah. So I try to be in nature whenever I'm stuck. Mm. Um, I have to be in nature. Yeah. There's this. Um, there's actually this this sort of saying that I like I go by a little bit um, and it's sort of like whenever you're feeling um, like not like dusty but like almost like you need a clean or you need a cleansing you um, you look to salt sweat um, tears and the ocean mm. and salt in any of those capacities will help you get out of whatever you're you know like mm. cleanse you almost from like an internal point of view absolutely and I completely believe that yeah yeah it really it turns it turns everything around you cry, you sweat, or you go for a swim. So I suppose. true. Yeah. Just gotta be by water. Mm. Yep. I love that idea, though, and I think that's very brave that you you called water swim because I'm I'm sort of looking at doing swimming at the sea point pools mm -hmm. in the mornings, but I want to get a wetsuit before I do that because I like I really yeah. cannot handle that cold. You know what? I'm the biggest softie. I literally yeah. like hate cold water, and I still can't get into cold pool or do a cold shower 
But I feel like when you're doing the ocean, yeah. the energy of the ocean is so strong. It almost like draws you in. And yeah, it's incredible. Like, I mean, if I don't go in my car immediately after 15 minutes, yeah. I lose sensation in my toes and my fingers. Yeah. So I'm actually not meant for this. <laughs> I'm such a, like, I'm, I have no tolerance to cold. Yeah. But it really does something. Like after that 15 minutes, my head is so clear. Yeah, so completely. I cannot do that for that aftertaste. <laughs> yeah, so you um, actually, um, you've touched on this now a couple of times. Um, your sort of a long continuing subject of your pieces is the warrior woman. Can we talk about her for a little bit? Um, yeah, so mm. I wanted to ask just sort of like, who is she? Is she one person? Is she... Mm. I think she's uh, she's actually not even a she. It's just an energy, the yeah. female energy that yeah. uh, can be represented in both men and women. Mm. So that's why I'm staying away from all the feminist movements. Yeah. Um, because um, it's actually really about the energy and it's about finding the balance between the masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. And because our world um, has been run for yeah. so many centuries uh, by men. Yeah and by the ma masculine energy, yeah. that it has to come in the, into balance. And even um, men that are, you know, the men are also changing. They are becoming yeah. more in touch with their feminine side. And that means just being more patient, more compassionate, yeah. more more of that. I even also have the saying for a warrior woman, I call her conscious, compassionate, creative being, living in harmony with nature. Yeah. And this just, you know, those kind of representatives of uh, because she's still a warrior she's yeah. strong she's ready to fight but yeah. her tools are different it's compassion she, she fights with creativity yeah. and uh, you know switching on her consciousness mm. and making decisions from that space and i feel the world is needing this so much those mm. conscious decisions those uh, you know, uh, that are based not on greed and fear mm. and all those things that we know uh, you know, that been run for years, for centuries, for I don't know, <laughs> since uh, since we, uh, I don't know. So that's kind of what I'm trying to bring into this world mm. is kind of I'm promoting that energy, not a woman, but yeah. that energy the in energy, yeah. all of us, and that is um, energy that it also heals. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully it resonates with many people, and that gets uh, you know they bring it into their work. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, we all make positive changes. <laughs> yes. I mean, that does sound magical. It's sort of like taking away the, the weapons of a warrior. Yeah. And she's still, you know, she yeah. she has to be prepared. Yes, of course. You know, she, you know. But as you said, her, her sort of weapons of choice are not weapons as we would know it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, we actually don't know how the world would be if we had just female leaders. Oh, We've we never don't. had that, so we definitely know we know that the way the world works right now is not working. Yeah, we are destroying our climate. We have like, you know, we have so much pain and suffering. Yeah, completely. Uh, for every human being and every species in the world. Yeah. So let's try how the world would work <laughs> on yeah. other energy. Definitely can't be worse than. But that's that's exactly yeah. it, right? Like we're, I think we're also very scared of change and new mm. things. But again, like you said, how could it hurt? Exactly, and I think living here, you see that. Like when all these things started to come up on the news of um, 
gender-based violence. Yeah. Like, first idea is like, okay, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to yeah. bring up my daughter here. And then you think, but there's so many people who don't have that choice. Exactly, yeah. And you think, like, am I just going to, like, make my life better? Or am I going to try to do something yeah. and uh, try to change the space? Um, yeah. Even maybe, you know, around my friends and they can spread that because... Um, it's just an escape and exactly yeah um yeah i feel like we all need kind of the people who are not suffering people who are not poor can help others so exactly. you can kind of have to do that yeah. you use your privilege yeah you use your privilege and you help in any and every which yep. way shape or form you can yeah completely yeah. so you um the warrior woman is sort of like i don't want to say repeated but she she features in a lot of your pieces if not almost yeah. every piece yeah so how do you um how do you almost create, re create and recreate her in so many different forms? Yeah, it just happens. <laughs> there is no um, like plan. Yeah. I normally just come to the wall and I'm like, okay, let's see. And that just happens. Okay, uh, yeah. I normally have different process when I work at the studio. I yeah. try to do different things. I yeah. try to stay away from Warrior Woman. I try to paint... Um, I don't know, I tried new, new styles, mm. but so far I haven't found something that has resonated with yeah. me so much. Yeah. And I'm sure it will change, it will take another form, uh, but at the moment that's, uh, yeah, that's kind yeah. of what, um, what, what is happening, so I just let it happen naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, um, she is very much something that we need, and like we almost, we were touching on earlier, like we need, um, and when I say we, I mean... Um, the women and the, the people living within our space currently in our climate, our political climate specifically. This is Orms Air, and I'm your host, Rachel Reeves. Don't forget that subscribing to our podcast on iTunes or your favorite listening app is the quickest and easiest way to give us a long-distance high-five and to let us know that you enjoy hanging out in our creative space. And we just touched on the warrior woman. We were just speaking about um, your sort of process with creating her. Um, and most recently, I'm sure that those those of us who follow you on social media will be aware of this because we've seen you post it quite a few times. Um, but you've sort of, the shape of the warrior woman has sort of taken on um, that of the 19-year-old UCT student, Uyinene Mokhetana, who was brutally murdered um, and sort of opened up the doors and the space for people to express their rage and their um, sadness about the, the state of gender-based violence in our country at the moment. Um, so I wanted to sort of ask you about that portrait that you created. It was absolutely beautiful. It really Thank was. You. And I think that everybody who's um, sort of had the, the privilege to experience it in person will also, you know, sort of reiterate the same feelings. Um, but I wanted to ask you, what was the, the sort of thought process with creating that portrait and then further on taking it to the UCT campus and allowing the students who obviously, you know, interacted with her in her everyday life to interact with this sort of memoriam of her? Yeah, that was so spontaneous. Mm. That was initiated by Joshua Rubin. As he's a documentary photographer, yeah. also he runs a charity in uh, the noon. At he runs creative program at uh, one of the schools there. He contacted me and he brought my attention to what was happening. I yeah. actually was unaware. I don't read news, yeah. so I I heard something, but it was kind of distant. And then mm -hmm. he brought my attention, and I 
did my research and there was also other murders that happened that week yes, of yes. there was just Hess and there was so yeah. many like hectic cases that we all kind of like it was the biggest shock ever and yeah. it was so much fear and I felt so much fear I felt so much fear for my daughter mm, I didn't want to be here I didn't feel safe in my house yeah. and uh, he said like do you want to paint her portrait and I felt like it was the only way for me to trans transcend that energy yeah. because it was so hectic. Yeah. In you know those days, like none of us could do anything. Yeah. You know, it was just like oh, just like what is happening, and I feel that um, making that portrait helped me to find um, you know go from anger from yeah. fear go to anger yeah. and then from anger go to action. Yeah. And um, transcending from action to actually understanding that this is not you know this is just the whole system that is wrong yeah. and we have to play each one of us have to play its part yeah and just taking responsibility for whatever you can so it was such a transformative process and i think that's why the portrait um is so powerful yeah, it really is. even i don't think it looks so much like you nene but it was just you know it was just all of that yeah. kind of all of that fear and anger, but transcended. And then um, Joshua was um, brave enough to bring it to UCT. He mm. just said, I'm doing it. Like we attached it to his car. It was a huge yeah. uh, canvas, yeah. uh, one and a half meter by one and a half meter. And he just went and just sat there next to it. And uh, people came and signed it. And it's still at his house because we didn't know what to do with it because I didn't want to use my name or use it for promotion yeah. because that piece is... It's just, you know, it was so powerful and it's not, I don't even want to auction it. Like yeah. it has to belong either to UCT or to her family. Yeah. And it, at the moment it's at his house and I came to do another warrior woman at his house and mm. I saw it signed and it's the most powerful thing I've ever seen in my life. I can imagine. Like to have all of that energy of all those students yeah. at that time of riot. Yeah. It's really something. And it also shows um, that it can go from fear and anger to something that really changes people's lives. Yeah. And we move on, but we move on as different people. Like yeah. we go through pain. We are not hiding from it. We are going through it together. Yes. And yeah. um, that uh, that kind of helps and transforms the space. Yeah. And I think it did uh, for a lot of us. It did. Yeah. But I think that that's that's the important part, and you've touched so so beautifully on it that the unity of it, yeah, where you come together and you share those feelings yeah. and you share those experiences, that's the powerful. That's yeah. where the healing happens. I think. Yeah, we were scared. We were like, you know, what if people take it the wrong way? Like yeah. we are trying to promote our. I don't know. It was so scary. And then we both saw, uh, thought, um, like we are acting out of love. We are yeah. acting out of good. Uh, you know, we just want to say that we are. You know, we are with them together yes completely and uh, not doing anything would be worse like yeah. because on that day like could i post i don't know here i'm at my studio or this is what i'm having for breakfast like yeah. that day like you couldn't touch anything no. else so yeah that's why it kind of did get me a lot of attention mm. i got a lot of um, new followers especially students and yeah. kids which I, you know, I'm so grateful for. And also take, it gives me more responsibility to post more about things like that. Yeah. Um, and to be a role model um, for those kids. So yeah. I've kind of, um, yeah, it, it's been really great and transformative experience, even that it started from such violence. Yeah. 
but it kind of needed to happen. Like people no, have had me. enough. Like enough is enough. Yeah. And um, I feel like yeah, we are ready to move and act. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We definitely are, and I think um, I think the the march that happened was it on the the sixth of September. I think it was the sixth of September. Yeah. I'll always correct myself later, but um. I think that um, the fifth and the sixth, actually, sorry, yeah, the, the, I think those marches and the marches that subsequently happened all around the country, not just in Cape Town, yeah. um, I think that really shows that people are, they are, it's enough, it's enough now, yeah. we are tired, and we are yeah. not going to lie down and let it happen, we're going to fight. Yeah, it was so painful to hear Cyril Ramaphosa speak, mm. when he was saying things that are basic, uh, that mm. he's going to make them mm-hmm. happen, and you're like, oh, like, this is so unfair, yeah, and it should have happened. That yeah, a, a person who's got power is telling us that he's gonna now mm. protect us. Mm-hmm. Like this is so basic. This yeah. is you know, this is every human right to feel safe. Completely. By the way, that program that we uh, that Joshua ran and yes. I helped him to run the gender based violence program. Um, we anonymously asked girls if they feel safe at home, and yeah. pretty much all of them said they don't. So, um, yeah, that kind of feeling, uh, imagine growing up, never feeling safe yeah. at home, at not home, on the streets, but at safe. home, you don't feel safe, uh, yeah, with your mom and dad, if you have mom and dad. Yeah. So you kind of see the root of that violence. Yeah. You know, if those areas are so unnurtured, so nurtured, yeah. that is, um, yeah, it's really difficult to, to, to transform that. Yeah. I also did a workshop, a gender-based violence workshop last Friday. It was a four-hour workshop with um, about 50 community workers from yeah. around different areas. And we had amazing speakers, Cindy Magona. She's actually a famous writer. Mm-hmm. She has a Wikipedia page. She doesn't have Instagram, but okay. <laughs> she is um, uh, acclaimed. Mm. Is that a word? Yes. Uh, she's also a super inspirational uh, woman. She's yeah. about 76 years old. Oh, wow. And one thing she said that really struck me, she said... Uh, South Africa is so divided still, like in rich and poor. And uh, poor people have such a bad quality of life. Yeah. She called it garbage. She said like half yeah. of the co- country is garbage. Uh, but she said also, um, like, if you are privileged, remember that you live next to the garbage. Mm-hmm. Like you might have your fancy house with big walls, yeah. but you are next to the garbage. So what it, what does it make you? And that is such a good, um, such a good um, yeah, kind sentiment. of... Yeah, because then you kind of, you can take it in your life and say, if I'm not poor, I can help others. Yeah, completely. Like, where can I help? What can I do? What doors can I open for those who don't see the doors? Yeah. Or, you know, and then she said, be the key. Mm. If you're not hungry, be the key. Yeah. And uh, it really, really, like, transformed me as well, because that's basically why we're here, not to make our life better, Yeah. to make sure that everyone around us are also in a good space yeah. and how many times we don't do that no but exactly and i think it's it's always easier you know what i mean it's it's almost easier to just sort of not and not look yeah and, look away and, and you just yourself. say like i want to go to live in europe and because mm-hmm. i can but that's you know that you know europe is also blocking mm, yeah their their problems you yeah. know trying to keep safe and it's natural of course you don't want your home to be destroyed but also we should look at uh, the whole world as a whole organism yeah. that is um, functioning and we're all functioning together. Yeah. So we can't um, benefit to our wealth from 
you know, disregarding yeah. others. And yeah. yeah, that's probably why we get those forms of violence that shake us up and yeah. remind us. It's almost like a, like a global community. Mm. Mm. But that is, I mean, essentially I think that is sort of how we should be thinking about things. Yeah, yeah. yeah like imagine we are as a humanity mm. a one body. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like this nation is a liver and that nation is yes. lungs or, you know, we're all communicating with each other and we can only be healthy as a body yeah. if all our organs are working. Yeah, completely. But at the moment we are just building walls and kind of, mm. you know, not looking um certain directions. Yeah. And that's um, why we are probably have like a cancerous society mm. or something is wrong because we are in denial that yeah. that doesn't belong to us but it it, it does because we are all human yeah exactly we're all part <laughs> of the same condition yeah oh wow okay i was not ready for this i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a complete um yeah he uh, josh started this creative program he mm-hmm. introduces uh, kids um he signed up like 15 or 20 kids and yeah. he introduces them to different creative programs for example he ran a photography workshop for them with little cameras then mm. he developed photos so he tries to make sure it's very like hands-on yeah. and then they get something out of it yeah uh, so they they took photos of each other and then he developed it for them I did, and then he did like science uh, class with them, so they all got to wear like s- uh, lab lab uh, coats, lab yeah. coats. That was the best part for them. I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> and did all the tricks and all the experiments. I did a street art project, okay, with yeah. them. It was a disaster, but fun. <laughs> they had fun. <laughs> they just went crazy. Um, which later on um, we had this huge panels yeah. and then I painted a beautiful warrior woman yeah. over th- all of their signs which kind of we also made a video I'm gonna post it like now now okay. and it's also I wanted kind of to make a connection with yeah. their layers of all of their words and whatever they yeah. wanted to express in their own way and kind of you know seal it with a power warrior woman yes. <laughs> from the community. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's just his great initiative. Then he started, he mm, con- uh, continued with the gender-based violence talk. Yeah. Uh, he pushed uh, to um, get, like, a permission from school to run this workshop because yeah. um, it was a very sensitive subject, but it had to be discussed. Yeah, And uh, it, I think it went really well. And uh, I'm sure he'll continue. He's doing self-defense workshop for them as well. Mm, and I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you can see what uh, one person's mind can do. Completely. Yeah. And he, ru- he runs it on his uh, resources. And, um, you know, we all can, we're all capable of helping, you know, one, two, 15, 20 people, 100, exactly. I don't know, whatever your capacity is. I mean, even if it's just one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're helping at least. Yep. Um, so are you, are you still involved with this sort of project? Are you planning on being involved more in the future? Are you? I would like to, I hope he keeps inviting me because it is his initiative. Um, but if, um, yeah, if I'm allowed to, I'd like to take part. I feel Mm. that uh, there's a lot of girls in the program Mm. and I feel that they, I can relate to some of them. Um, maybe they like to have a presence of also a woman yeah completely um but he's doing a great job anyway so um yeah i would like to just grow it for him Mm. and maybe get sponsors and use my voice to talk about it because it is amazing initiative yeah so yeah and we will be sure to link 
um, <laughs> all of the links in the show notes that we have for Josh's project. Um, what actually we didn't we didn't cover what it's called. Do you know what it's? I actually don't think he has a name for yeah, it. Yeah, I I didn't find any sort of information. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Josh um, Joshua Rubin. Um, as you mentioned, he's a documentary photographer, and yeah. I will link his um, his Instagram channel. I yeah. think that's probably the best way exactly. to find out all the information that yeah. you would need to find out. Um, yeah, so I'll link that in the show notes, and then yeah, everyone can take a look at all of the incredible work that he's been doing alone and also with Anna's mm-hmm. assistance. Um, so Anna, I sort of wanted to almost start wrapping things up, but I wanted to talk to you about um, like what your sort of predictions for the future. I know that's quite a big ask, mm. but mm. like in the in in sort of your um, your ideal. What is the the sort of future hold for for Anna Kuni and mm. um, as an extension of you as an artist, sort of the warrior woman? Yeah. Well, I think it's you know it's like every day everything changes. If mm. I'm you know meditating and if I'm in a good space, I'm yeah. in heaven. Um, I see bright future, and yeah. then I lose it as everyone does, of and course, then yeah. I'm in hell and I see no future. Yeah. So it can actually. Um, I don't even want to go too far, but yeah. I wish for everyone to be more aware of themselves, of the space, mm. and try to see good. Um, if you can meditate, do some breathing, do something that is um, yeah, um, helping you to um, find your you know find your good space, your yeah. positive space, and create from it. Yeah, and uh, then the future will be bright and beautiful. And hopefully we'll still have our beautiful planet. Yes, I mean, hopefully. Hopefully everyone will band yes. together and actually start taking that seriously yeah, as well. Yeah, that uh, yeah. Greta, Greta's talk for United Nations was so powerful. Yes. I I hope they listen um, and yeah, change things for the better. Yeah, and I think the only thing that we can really keep doing is keep raising our voices and just keep making people aware of yeah. the things that are happening. Yeah. They're actually, I don't know if you've seen, they're calling for global action sort of like a global, um, uh, what is it called? I know we had some, a few marches mm. the other day, the school, you know, like a lot of schools let their yeah. kids go to marches, but they're calling for like global action, like from the 20... 20 mm, to 27. 20 to 27, Yeah, the climate yes. strike. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know there was a thing. I had yeah, literally yeah. only heard about I it I went today. to that. Yeah, it was also here. Yeah. By Parliament. But yeah. it was much smaller. Yeah. yeah. But it was like in Melbourne was huge. Yes, uh, Sweden and New York. I feel here the people still have so many other problems. Yeah, like hectic, like gender based violence. This is exactly it. Yeah, that's why we cannot relate to climate so much. Completely. Uh, yeah. But it's great that it's happening because it's true. Like the, the there's power in the mm. handful of uh, white men. Yeah who run the world and it has to change because, um, you know, there is really not much time um, for our planet the way it's run right now. And I think it's amazing what kids are doing. They're protesting for their future. Also crazy that they have to do this. I know, right? But it's change. But I kind of, I kind of think it's like, it's, it's this really beautiful, specifically like growing up here. Um, like it's this really beautiful sort of like a rite of passage almost, you know, like mm. not going to your first protest, but almost like growing mm. up with this idea and this like enforcement of like, if you're not happy, you have a voice and you're yeah, allowed to express amazing. it and you can go and express it to the people who rule the country and who actually matter in this mm. sort of like global conversation. So I think that's also a beautiful thing. And I think they should, 
like they should be taught that at a young age like they should sort of be shown the ropes and shown what they can what they can do and what they can achieve but i do completely agree with you they shouldn't have to be fighting for climate change like Mm. that's yeah, I mean, the changes in the Sad. world are happening so rapidly. So rapidly. Greta Thunberg, she's yeah. on the cover of Vogue. And she is incredible. I think she is my new, yes. my new sort of like idol. And it's been a year since mm. her last, like since her first protest yeah. and what she's done now. And you just see, obviously, she has a team of people. Obviously, but of yeah. course, now she, you know, she's responsible for, she's literally changing um the world yeah. <laughs> for all of us so yeah. of course uh she's uh, yeah a big thing a big figure but still it's her energy that she runs on yeah. and it can sh- it shows that if you can take action and if you you know are very determined you can change things yeah. and that's what that's what we have to do with this country with the with the violence with all this division and kind of you know we also can yeah why not? <laughs> exactly. We're just going <laughs> to pour some petrol on ourselves. Yes. Just ignite the fire. Well, there's, you know that um, mm, Court Justice, G, uh, there was a documentary about mm-hmm. her, uh, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah. You know, she's, she con- you know, do- dedicated her entire life to change rules for women. And, you know, I this mean, little tiny woman, you know, we know we live this life, this mm. free life, and me being an artist... You know, that's because of someone has you know had to fight for that, yeah, and um, we have to continue that for people who still yeah. don't have those choices. Oh, but that's such a beautiful way of looking at it. You have to essentially you have yeah. to be the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I can't say her name quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I know Bader Ginsburg <laughs> yeah. for other R-B-G. people. <laughs> yes, RBG. Yeah, <laughs> they actually have a book. It's called The Notorious RBG. Yeah. yeah. No, but she's also a role model now for many young kids, which yes. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so we really need more role models like this that they look up to and yeah. you know yeah women changing things I, I have one one last question for you <laughs> it's sort of like a, a question that we ask all of our all of the guests that join mm-hmm. us in studio um and it's which creative or creatives um do you draw inspiration from if there are any actually from people like that that i met, mentioned like okay. rbg yeah. and uh, Greta, you know, Greta. people who take action. Yeah. These are, you know, women that inspire I me, mean, women mm. or men. So I kind of draw inspiration from day to day lives, what's happening right now, not so yeah. much from artists. I'm okay. not so into art world. I'm yeah. just using art as my, um, you know, my way of expressing my things, my, yeah. <laughs> my, Your well, opinions my opinions. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not so focused on actual art, but okay, on. Yeah. Uh, people that are doing great things. Yeah. Even that woman that I met, Cindy Magona, mm. I was so inspired by her talk, and I I really want to paint her. She is a proper warrior woman. She had incredible life yeah. in the time of apartheid, and what she's done with what you know she has built this incredible um, life story, and yeah. now she's helping others. Um, she's seventy six, but acts like she's fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> she has this youthful energy in her, and that's my inspiration mm. but that's beautiful thank yeah. you thank you for sharing that with us actually thank you very much yeah. thank you everybody for joining us um for this episode of Omze. um a special thanks goes to anna Kuni for joining us in studio today and for being so open and so honest with your sharing like it's yeah it's really beautiful to have that level of honesty with somebody and f- for yeah just just thank you 
you. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, of course, as usual, a big thank you goes to podcast producer and videographer extraordinaire, Jess Sample. Um, Jess, thank you for being here with us and for doing all of the audio mixing and all of the DJing. the things. Yes, the DJing. Because um, I'm sure everybody who's watched all our OMS TV episode has seen Jess talk about our fancy podcast equipment. And if you haven't seen it, please go check it out because it's great um and also you can put a face to jess's name guys it's very exciting um i'll link that in the show notes even though jess is shaking her head at me um okay so for now all i have to say is jess you can roll the outro bye guys bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) thank you for joining us for this episode of orms air the orms podcast i hope you've enjoyed being a part of the conversation as much as we've enjoyed having you If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for us, please get in touch by emailing ormsair at orms.co.za. Head on over to ormsair.buzzsprout.com and take a peek at this week's show notes for more information on any works referenced or topics discussed in this week's episode. If you've enjoyed this episode of Orms Air and feel that someone you know could be creatively enriched by joining us in conversation, why not share this episode with them and invite them to join our photographic community? Until next week, keep questioning, keep inspiring, and above all, keep creating.